I guess uh, my question was just to make sure I understand why we have why the microsect is such a limitation, and it and as what I'm kind of gathering and from that reading is that it has trouble actually, right? Like, um, like Jason said, permeating its ideas throughout society, right? At least partly. And so, you know, why is that such an, why is that such a difficult task? And I can understand like why an individual microsect would have this problem of like, you know, someone wants to maintain their social capital or have their own little fiefdom, but like for all of these microsects to have these issues and not really be able to expand, seems like there's also, um, you know, something in society that makes it difficult for these things to percolate outward. I'm wondering what people think about that, if that has anything to do with like, you know, not really having much of the social cohesion to from which to like percolate these ideas outward you know like for example the go-to is like the low amount of labor unions um prior to labor unions i people still had that sense of community and so maybe it could spread through there um like in the mer or you know however the bolshevik ideas kind of spread throughout the labor movement so what is what is sort of the missing um like i guess that comes into the question of like why the party also needs to be a base building machine because it, it doesn't seem like there's if, if if we're in a kind of stage of decomposition and alienation like uh, much deeper than we've had before then we need to somehow build some of that cohesion back up i'm wondering what other people's thoughts are on that how do we get around that what is like the structural limitation to the microsect just gonna i'm just gonna reference hal draper here um draper talks about the bolshevik party and the way the bolshevik party came to exist in the form that eventually won the revolution and he mentions that the party wasn't formed like with a set of, uh, you know, with strict ideological principles laid out and then recruit and people recruited to until recruiting just became like a steamroller effect and they had enough people to be able to take over. Draper talks about how the Bolsheviks basically developed their ideology through the course of struggle and ended up at the ideology that they had that helped them win in 1917 through the process of reacting to revolution as it was happening. So the Bolshevik party model didn't even exist until 1921, essentially, is what the argument is, that the Bolsheviks won the revolution without the Bolshevik party model. model. So that, looking at that and saying, building the organization that you want through engagement with struggles as they're happening on the ground is what apparently leads to the type of organization that can grow with the class and it eventually achieve class power. Um, I would say that that's the best, the most ideal way for any kind of organization to grow is organically as it engages with the people that are coming into it and as it engages with the project that it's trying to eventually, that it's trying to um, enact. That's what Hal Draper would say. Jason. 
So just, I want to try to be very brief and I know I have a problem doing that, but just on the reason why the, what I think the, the real problem of the, of the sect form is in the present moment is that it makes it very difficult to find each other. So that like, like I have met really solid, like deeply committed organizers of the working class, people who are not just like a really well-read intellectual socialists, whatever, but people who are proven as being capable of moving their coworkers in struggle and moving their neighbors in struggle and moving masses of strangers in struggle who uh, would never have anything to do with each other because they were in separate groups and they had a different understanding of uh, forget even 20th century historical questions, but different understanding of what's possible in China right now. So that, uh, you know, like let's say you're a member of socialist organizer in uh fucking san diego california and you move to seattle well socialist organizer doesn't exist in seattle but rather than just go over to the dominant socialist group in seattle your goal now is to found another branch of socialist organizer and compete with i don't know socialist alternative or the freedom socialist party or whatever both of which have really good organizers in them also a myriad of fucking cranks that you wouldn't want to have anything to do with but they're also involved either also in your group and socialist organizer or whatever so what the sect system does primarily, or the sect mentality, or the sect world means, is that um, all of our cadres, right, of the movement are spread out in, in competing groups. Uh, the ideal scenario would be if you could somehow convince all of those people to, like, dissolve and recombine on the basis of the struggles in their cities, which means that tomorrow you might uh, find yourself having to figure out how to work with somebody like if you're a member of the psl you might have to figure out how to work with somebody from workers world even though your organization exists because you split from ps uh from workers world and that's like that's a heavy emotional thing to deal with and you have all these preconceived notions about what's actually wrong with those people but uh but they're not based on the needs and demands of the class they're not based on the real living movement they're just based on really like secondary and tertiary and inherited positions that you weren't even alive for their for their uh in some cases weren't even alive for whenever they first came came to the fore 